Uh, yeah, yeah. Objectively, yes. I would say in the standings, it has been a, it has been a bit of a challenge. Yeah, we've lost four of five. Didn't see it. Didn't see it. Yeah. Oh, let's take a look. So last night, uh, the reason why I missed the game, uh, I went to see the Jeremy Dutcher concert, Jeremy Dutcher and Jennifer Castle. And it was, uh, I've worked in a lot of concert venues and I've seen a lot of concerts. This was one of the best shows I've ever seen. And I brought uh, three friends of mine went with me. Uh, one who is a uh, touring musician uh the other who is a legitimate like classical music aficionado like l expert type um so you know one kind of does like electro pop kind of neat stuff but they both uh kind of approached it from very different backgrounds and we wa we we sat through the show and at the end of it uh both of them were completely speechless um, it was like, you know, when you, when you go through a thing that's so amazing that you're tired after. Yeah. yeah. It like emotionally, mentally, it was such a, such a like investment. It was absolutely amazing. Um, yeah, 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 yeah. And, and, and so Jeremy Dutcher played first and Jennifer Castle played second and, and the friends were so taken aback so like they hadn't listened to much jeremy dutcher in fact i was like let's you know come on over early we'll we'll listen to the album and we'll like hang out and kind of talk about it so you can see what we're going into and they were both like nope i want to go into this completely blank slate i don't want to know anything about what what this is about and at the end of it we were standing out in the lobby during during the break and they were both like this is too much i have to leave they were so overwhelmed we couldn't stay for Jennifer Castle. And I felt kind of bad. But one of my friends just would not stop crying. He was just so completely immersed in the emotional experience of it. It was absolutely beautiful. Yeah, nice segue um, back. Mm-hmm. I am never grateful for losses. No. And I've been thinking about this a bunch on my way. So when I got up this morning, I was like, I watched a bit of the highlights and, you know, whatever. Um, and I, I was thinking about kind of the difference between, you know, how long this team has been playing together and how long some of these other teams have been playing together. 
you know? Uh, how long have Barkov and, and, and Huberto been playing together on the same team? Yeah, 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 right? And, you know, Kucherov, Stamkos, who didn't have a great game. Kucherov was awesome. Hedman was really good. But the rest of the team, like, and Vasilevsky was amazing. But the rest of the team was just kind of like there. And then when they got their opportunities, they capitalized on them the way we usually do, you know, um, which we did against Detroit. Like, it, we were down 4-1, and then we came back. You know, it, it was the same kind of deal. Um, but this team, like Tampa, you know, I expected Florida to be a lot better this year. Like, I had uh, I had a few other players on my on my fantasy team before we had to before I had to blow it up because they were garbage. Um, I still have Dadanoff, and I'm glad I got an assist from him. Um, but uh, I think there's there's a lot to be said for like winning as muscle memory. And, you know, people say you got to learn to lose and all that stuff. And I think that these guys have been playing together for a little while. And one of the things that I've been reading a lot of, and people are talking about, like, Babs was saying how, I think it was an, an article in the, uh, the Athletic, it was talking about Babs trying to get the team to accept that they can't win just on talent. Yeah. Now I would argue that given that he knows he Babs, I don't think he does anything without a plan. Um, I would argue that that's probably throwing out two groups or like five players who n they need to know if they can shut things down. They need to know what. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, it cost us a win tonight, but I don't honestly don't think it matters. Like with with our division, um, we're we're the best division in the league by far. Um, I think three the top three or four teams in our division would be the top are the top like six or seven teams in the whole league. Like we're an amazing division, um, which means that we're going to get into the playoffs. Even if we don't get into the first three spots, we're going to get one of the other two wild cards. Yeah, exactly. And it's not like, you know, Montreal is going to pass us. No, I know. But it like what they're doing is arguably less sustainable. Um, I think that what, so one of the things that I've been thinking about is how, like, some of these teams have been playing together for a while. They really know each other. And you look at the pairings on our team, like our team is thrown together kind of the way, um, I, I'm going to say in some ways, kind of the way that like Olympic teams are thrown together. There's a lot of really, really, really talented players and they kind of just need to find chemistry on the fly. And what's happened i think is we were we you could see that chemistry developing and things were getting things were good um and i think throwing nylander in and this is not in any way saying like nylander's not great for the team he's awesome i'm so glad to have him but what i do think that does is it disrupts some of the like 
mental familiarity that they have with each other. Like these players, so like JT is going to come in and and he's going to he's an awesome player and Marner is an awesome player, but they don't like innately know where each other is going to be. You know? Do you remember that um there was there was a cycle play last year and it was Willie and Austin and they were like it was on the left uh, left hash marks in the offensive zone and they were just doing like passing back to each other and skating around in a circle I think they did that for like a minute and a half or something it was uh, maybe not that long but like it was completely outrageous but they they'd been playing together almost exclusively for two and a half years at that point uh, and there's like a, a muscle memory thing you know there's like hockey knowledge and then there's that that physical like knowing where each other is going to be and i think that we don't really have that yet and you look at the way other players are with each other who've been playing yeah 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 nice wait hold on uh what who is it it was Sorry, Kapanen, Janssen, Tavares. So that was where we're who was? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. No, whatever. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Well, he doesn't care. So I think by diversifying, we're we're like appealing to a broader audience. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I think if there was ever a reason to start or stop listening to a podcast, it's the way a name is pronounced. Yeah, or Marchand, whatever. Um, yeah, what a guy. Man, I hate him so much. Anyway, moving on, moving on. You were saying. So what are we listening to? Oh, yeah, yeah. That, like. Yeah. Yeah, and then he ends up shooting it right in the glove. Yes. Yeah, I mean, there was, like, against Vasilevsky, there were some amazing saves. But there were lots of saves that were just, like, right at him. Like the power play. Our special teams are, are getting kind of garbage. Do you well, think? Yeah. Yeah. 
which is kind of like I'm, I'm saying. I, I think this is where. So looking at our power play in particular was why I started thinking that like we know how talented we are and we can play well together, but we're not playing elite together because we don't have that like physical intuition yet. I think it's too early like that. W- when people talk about like chemistry, you know, it's not there yet. And I think you and I in our journey through this podcast is actually a pretty good example of that because we do talk about hockey all the time. But I've noted like we, we have dead space. Sometimes we'll talk over each other because we, you know, intuitively, consciously, knowledgeably, we're on the same level. But I think physically we're not, we don't have that physical space and understanding yet. I think we're like the Leafs. Super talented, but not, yeah, haven't quite given the time to devote to 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 developing that chemistry, which is fine. Yeah. Yeah, Nylander has been awesome as a peripheral player. He's feeding pucks in. Some of his passes are amazing. Those are. Yeah. Yeah. So there was, um, I don't remember where, I think it might've been on one of the hockey, one of the game broadcasts, but they were talking about, uh, how long we should reasonably think it should take for Nylander to get like back up to going. Uh, I think, I think they said, 12 days i don't remember it was one of the other but what they were saying no it wouldn't be 12 games that would be a month uh it would no 12 days yeah we played a lot the first week and a half yeah no i think generally people have been saying Mm-hmm. And so you can see where he went. Yeah, yeah. Um, well, I think it was. I think they said twelve days because most people have been saying, like most experts and hockey players have been saying, like ten to fourteen days, I two weeks. Okay. Yeah. 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 Because the sports scientists were saying, like, it takes that it takes 12 days of like that kind of training to get your, to get your heart yeah to get your heart rate up and to get not your not just your heart rate but like something about like your blood oxygen level yeah. to where it needs to be yeah 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 Yeah. Uh, yeah, I don't know what kind of like legal disclaimer we need for this, but there is no way we own this property that we're about to play. So we're really sorry, but if you're listening to this, uh, you know, thanks. Don't report us. Okay, whatever. Let's do it. No, 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 no. Let's, let's play the sound. Play the audio. I'm no professional. Yeah, so. A gardener shot. 
I like your narration. No, no, it's okay. Okay. Yeah, see, that's the other thing. Hainsey has the shot. How quality a shot is that going to be? Okay, so watch this here. This is, um, this is Marner creating space for himself. This was beautiful. That was a beautiful... But that's not just. And here, watch this play. So, Dermot gets hemmed in. Ojigeno goes in the corner, and there's no defensive coverage on this person. Yeah. So, I think, I think part of that has to do. So, first of all, the Marner goal was absolutely beautiful, but it was a solo effort. That was just a talented player being more talented than the people he was playing against, and that's what we do. That's how we've won a lot of games. Yeah. No. But he did it by himself. Well, he did it by himself. Mm -hmm. The one thing I will mention is on almost all of those goals, um, Babcock and Woodrow are the guard there and Tyler mm -hmm. the focal point. Which is a great pairing, which we're going to have to talk about at some point. It was uh, lights out. Mm -hmm. Right? Like that first Suarez goal and then Gardner, uh, Ryan Lucy Gardner's focal point. Yeah, but how long have these guys been playing together? Like, Gardner and Riley, like, on the same team, they've been watching each other, they've been playing together, they've been living together, traveling together. Yeah. Well, okay, so, um, Gardner played in the, uh, the Davies Southern Club against Boston in 2013. Uh-huh. And Riley started the year and a half ago. Yeah. He wasn't, like, Riley wasn't playing that. No, so they've been playing together for four years. Yeah. That's... You know, we haven't even had Matthews for that long. No, like these guys. Yeah, he's he's an awesome dude. He's an awesome dude who who uh, if he couldn't be a hockey player would want to be a chef. Did you read that article? I did. Yeah, it was wonderful. Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry to jump the gun there. I didn't know that. See, look at that. Mentally in sync, physically not quite there yet. Because he's short. He mentions that. Yeah. 
Yeah, just nothing. Everyone that is. Sort of, I don't know, but if I had to say, they give something. Yeah. I No, no, no. He just throws the the mic up ice. <laughs> yeah, he just he's just there's no more meat and potatoes guy than that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because he's looking around, being like, "What have I done with my life?" I'm, you know, he's a professional. He is. He's a. He is. You know, an incredibly talented hockey player. You think about the. The, the few people who make it into the NHL, the few people who stick in the NHL, the few people who stick for, you know, a thousand games. That's incredible. Yeah. And, you know, I don't know. His body's slowing down. Well, that's, a, that's a dark hallway to look down, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he's like, yeah, if I weren't a professional hockey player, I would be working in a factory with everybody else from my town. Yeah, that's that's interesting. Yeah, he just, at the end, if they decide not to renew his contract, he's just going to put Mitch in a suitcase and drag him back and attach him to their battery generating machine. Yeah. I... Yep. Well, you know, you, you, yeah, no. I mean, you got to figure that's. I mean, it's his second language. Absolutely. But. Also, yeah, you were not available for. Yeah. Yeah, they were just looking up at him and he was like, huh? Yeah, yeah. Uh, I really like Zach Hyman's answer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's like, what else would you be doing? He's like, well, I'm already a published children's author author, and an esports entrepreneur, so I guess I'd just keep doing everything that I'm currently doing. I love it. I love Zach Hyman. I, I, want, to, I want to be his friend. I think he's just a really wicked dude. Yeah. Uh, oh, so something that you missed yesterday. Yes. Okay, a little truculent, a little truculence. Yeah, 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 rough and tumbles. Uh. Yeah. Oh, yeah? Yeah? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. This, so here's the other thing. If, if, look, if, when the dad's, the dad's trip is like, you know, you're going to, you know, do things up with your dad and your dad's going to, you know, you're going to go up for dinners and you're going to, you know, have your fun and stuff like that. But your mom is going to tell you how awesome you are, Absolutely. no matter what. And I mean, every okay, not everybody, lots of families are different, but at least in, you know, what I imagine is just a whole bunch of like as traditional stereotypical moms, Austin Matthews mom. Uh, you know, no, I didn't either. No, 
But I imagine they were just like, you know what? That that's fine. You're just gonna go out and you're gonna have a great game because you're wonderful. And I think that's what they said. That's what all the moms would have said to their, to their boys. And I think that that might have just been like, well, you know, maybe I, if my mom thinks I'm great, maybe I don't have to give it my all. Yeah. Okay. Oh my gosh. You know what? She is tall. Do you remember that? Um, who was it? Uh, Hunter, when he left, he did that. He did that thing saying he was like, "Yeah, I always knew." Everybody was like, "Don't draft Mitch Marner," but I was like, "No, I got to. He's gonna be huge. His mom is over six feet tall." I mean, he is six feet tall. Yeah. That's wonderful. Oh, what a bunch of goofs. I love how Andreas Janssen's mom just doesn't know what's going on in that. Yeah. Okay. Well, it's better than trying to deduce what we're talking about. Yeah. That that was late. Doesn't matter. No. No, that was a rough hit. Is there going to be any discipline? Is there any need? Hmm. Yeah, I'm not thrilled with that. Yeah. There was another... So, there was like a cap... When you were talking about that Neatlander breakaway, I was thinking about Cappy when he like... He went from, I think, the face-off dot up to their blue line in like four strides. It was so fast. And I don't remember at what point in the game. It just came up in the highlights that I was watching earlier today. Yeah. 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 Yeah, because he's got some finish. So, as a fan, I love Mango. He's, yeah, yeah, uh, Andrews Janssen. Yeah, I love Cappy too. 
And I love how like I love how much he loves Willie and how much they love each other. Yeah. Like that that makes me really happy. Yeah. He wants to be an actor, yeah. 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 And he's he's said as much. He's the one who holds the camera when when people ask to take like, their picture with William. Let's just assume that William is the superhero. Yeah, I think that's safe to assume. It's even just evident in the Yeah. Yeah, yeah, he's Yeah. Yeah, no, you know what it is? It's like it's it, if they're at a, like a a salad buffet at the start of the day, everything's perfect on that buffet. It's a beautiful salad that he's got up top there. And I think Captain is kind of more like at the end of the day, yeah. like or like just before they kind of replace and replenish because it's like it's there, but it's kind of all over the place. You know, there's a bit of cross-contamination going on there, and I, I think that's... Yeah, it really is. And this is something that I've been experiencing lately, which is why I'm all about using conditioner now. Because it really helps, like, keep things in order. Yeah, or just any place that'll, like, get me a nice, affordable haircut. Because I don't want to cut it all off. I just don't want it to be, like, crazy anymore. Like, it's it's down past my shoulders sometimes. Yeah, yeah, just just, just clean it up. Thin it out a little bit, because right now I have trouble wearing hats. Oh, that would be cool. Yeah, if they. Uh, yeah, yeah, it would almost definitely. No. Yeah, if the person cutting, yeah, if the person cutting your hair has a bowl cut, you're getting a bowl cut. I think that's just a should be an axiom. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. I when you were saying that, I imagine. Do you remember the 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 alien from Star Wars that was Anakin's stepdad? I'm gonna assume it was his real dad. It was his real dad. I'm gonna the the guy who was like the junk keeper when they went to. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. The the flying guy. He was like, hey, Annie. I imagined that was the bartender when you said that, and like he kind of like flies over to the shelf and is like, hey, new customer. What kind of bowl do you want? No, it's not Greedo. I don't remember. It doesn't matter. But I think based on that impression alone, people know exactly who I'm talking about. Um, but yeah, no, I, I got this like, that's, I would go to that barber. I would go to that barber and I'd tell friends. I feel like, so, so a friend of mine was telling me the other day they went to a barber and the, the there you go. I have a theory that that might be Anakin's dad. Yeah, no, no, no. It's, well, you know, He's like, okay. No, I 
he's he's it's not just the resent it's not the, the the eyes it's the genetics like he's he's uh his people are specifically like uh they're they're they're, they're resistant to like a lot of force stuff like they can't they, they you can't affect them with force mind tricks and stuff like that no no not him he's like hey your jedi stuff doesn't work on me everybody else it does The dice, but Watto doesn't. Yeah, but Watto, like, is Watto for sure going to be persuaded in some fashion? Like, he wouldn't have let that guy stay. Here's the other thing, though. How about this? Yeah. He wants to lose the bet. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, no, that's why I honestly think. Yeah, yeah, that's what I think happened. And it, like,. You know they they always talk they like talk about like you know Smee isn't like his slave he's like she was like you know I think they loved each other but because of the world was that intentional I don't think so here's the, so hold on I need to get back to this for a quick second because this is the end of my rant okay so here we go Smee and Watto loved each other but. Because the world of Star Wars is inherently racist, uh, their love could not be acknowledged. And so I think that's why they kept that, like, you know, slave owner, slave kind of, like, dynamic for the public. But, I mean, you're letting Anakin just kind of, like, wander around and tinker with whatever stuff is in his shop that he's trying to make. Like, they live on a dust planet. They, 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 you scavenge the where you can. No, biological father. I think Watto is is Anakin's biological dad. He could never acknowledge him. Well, he can force jump. Maybe maybe that force jump was like maybe well, cuz Watto has tiny wings in the back. Maybe here's the other thing though, but he can't Anakin could never acknowledge that. He's always wearing that big heavy cloak or that leather doublet thing at the end when he's a bad guy. He's you like don't he see him from the back. I have no interest in watching them again to find this out, but I I would argue that they're not shot from the back because that's where his tiny wings would be. And you can't acknowledge mixed race uh, love in the Star Wars universe because, like I said, inherently racist. Yep. So that's my that's my feeling on that. I would I would assume Zach. Yeah, like a, a, like someone who loves books and esports. That's books and esports, like fantasy children's books and. Mm-hmm. They, so just so you all know, there's a uh, a John Tavares uh, Rogers commercial or something. Yeah. Well, I don't know. I think he did a commercial uh, on TV, but also for TV shows and like cable networks. And uh, they were casting of the role of John Tavares as like an avatar, like a robot. Yeah. 
Yeah. Or at the very least, go down there and just bully all the kids into the at the casting agency so that they leave. Yeah. Yeah, because they could be like, hey, JT, you want to come to my birthday party? And he's like, yeah, sure, I'll go to a 12-year-old's birthday party. These guys. Yeah, hanging out at the punch bowl. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, it's bike it. Yeah, I'm hanging out at the... I have no idea. I don't make $11 million a year. I can't afford newfangled technology. Yeah, not, not flash it around in front of all of us. This is, you know what? I think that the middle class has died to such an extent that now the the wealthy, the wealthy upper class, they just don't care anymore. That is a, that is the modern equivalent to let them eat cake. That I think. Yeah. Mm-hmm. A Zamboner. Which is funny because he sleeps on the ice, yeah. which is just like every game. Yeah. Rich, wealthy privilege. Yeah. No, no, doesn't doesn't care. Just cares about his own self and his own sleep. Yeah. Absolutely. In in a Zamboni, they're like theoretically they just they just did the rink for I'm gonna say a group of orphans. Yeah. Yeah, not before like pushing him headfirst into the garbage can that they put all the ice and well, all the chips into. It, you think it's the same guy? No, but the same person yeah. is all one. Oh, you think that one? There's one Zamboni driver. Yeah, he drives off. Yeah, because he wants that. A Zach Hyman book. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go for a double-double. Mm-hmm. Yeah, JT's a hockey player. He's having a nap. Yeah. Yeah, 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 definitely. You have your midday nap. I don't think uh, I don't think that would go over well, because not only is he a bad actor, I don't think he's a very smart guy. I. Uh, yeah. Oh, for like Casperi mattresses? I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. No, I don't think so. Or what? Casper, Casper Kaepernick? What if 
Mm-hmm. Are both of those the ones that you can like roll up yeah. and they get delivered? Mm. Is it? Oh. Oh. Shout out to ND. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, it's really incredible. Okay, so at this point, given the given the relatively significant sample size, who is more irresponsible when it comes to the Leafs? Babcock putting in the third defensive pairing and fourth line with 30 seconds to go after a goal, or you for not begging and doing anything for Laura to sit and watch every game? I think so. I think it's worth putting things in perspective on this one. Uh, I am not a statistician, but yes. Yeah, almost. Yeah, I guarantee. Yeah, if I see Babs again, I'll explain this to him. Because I saw him when he, I think it was like the first, like, I don't know, couple weeks that he had signed here. Um, I was walking home and I was at Bay and Bluer. Uh, and he was walking out of the Starbucks that was near there on, on the corner of Bay and Charles. And he was walking out of the, uh, out of the Starbucks there. And I was like, Oh coach, uh, I'm really sorry for literally everything the Toronto fans are going to say, cause you're awesome. And just don't, just don't pay it any mind We're we're just nuts like this. No. And he said, okay, thanks. And I was like, have a great day. And he's like, I will. No, it was really cool. I felt really excited. I think I texted you about it afterwards. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was like Babs and I are friends now. Yeah. But if I see him again, I'll tell him that it's not his fault and it's yours and that I know that. I think that is too hot a take. Yeah, I don't think that's reasonable. He's a he's a good coach. I mean, it's you you can't teach uh, time, and you can't teach the chemistry that develops over said time. Like leadership and management styles? Yeah. Yeah. 
Um, I think that's, yeah, fine. I mean, that's that's one of those like, oh, millennials are screwing up our lives, uh, and the way we do things because they can't handle anything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. None of those people understand what's happened with the economy. So I don't know if that's either of those arguments apply in this case particularly. But I, yeah, he gets it. He gets it. Um, yeah, we will trade you. Yeah, we will trade you a, uh, I don't know, what do you want, 10 minutes on this show to say whatever you want? It's not. At least one it's not good. Cool. Yeah, I think that's. No, no. We, we, you, you don't want to undervalue yourself. We've got a pretty solid product here. I think you'd want to be. Yeah, ten minutes or. Or a minute a game. There you go. Yeah. If if. Maple Leaf Sports and Entertainment, the owner of Maple Leaf Sports and Entertainment, Larry Tannenbaum, wants to come down and do, I don't know, five minutes for five games. I'll make that trade. Hmm, good. No, a bo- like the box per game. Yeah, and, and for every minute that he's on this show. I don't know. I don't want to share my box with someone else. No, but I want to. I want to have like a bunch of people over. And like Larry would come. I think that it it instead of it being just our box, yeah, instead of just being our box, I think we should, if we get to a point, this is episode four, if we get to a point where we're like, you know, legit. Yeah, yeah, six, maybe seven. Uh, definitely episode 34. Um, yeah, there you go. So if we get to, if we get to a point where we're like kind of legit, I think it might be a good idea t- for us and like uh, to get in touch with the guys from Talking Buds and you know some of the other some of the other Leafs podcasts that are going around. Well, not just a crossover podcast. Like all of us get a box together. Yeah, like you know maybe our uh, our patriarch Steve Dangle. Well, if Will ever manages to get on this show. Because I know he can do that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. We're not pumping those tires. It's not happening. Doesn't matter. That's true. There you go. So for all you uh, Will King fans out there, can uh, start tuning in. Yeah. Well, whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll see. We'll see how it goes. I'd love. To, I'd love it. Uh, I'd certainly like to talk more about our our 
fantasy league and stuff too. Um, but I feel like we should be. I want to turn back around to um, trades because I was talking about we were talking about trades we'd make for Tannenbaum's time. Um, do you think it is worth it to go big this trade deadline or this season? Uh, yes. Because here's the thing, I would argue. I think this season is not the year we go in on a big trade for term. This is the season that we go in. Yeah, so, no, but I, no, no, no. Either a rental to close out the season, because we won't be able to afford them next season. Uh, or we wait until the until next season to do a a, a, a big trade for term because it was what did what did what did Tampa give up yeah because this was the big one McDonough has got a fair amount of term with Tampa right and what did they trade to get him like there was like yeah 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 because that was a that was a they gave up some legit talent That's right. That was a and they've been a big big addition. And when you look at Tampa's defense, I mean, I think they're a good model for us to go on. And Tampa has lost. Tampa had had an amazing team and didn't even make the playoffs one season because they were all banged up. Um so I think Tampa's a really good model for us to to look at not just for how we should be continuing to build and develop, but how we as fans should just kind of be a little more patient. You know? Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. Oh, here we are. Yeah. I interesting. I think uh, I think Domestikov is. Yeah, he's he's decent. He keeps popping up on my uh, yeah. He drives the play the way Hyman does. He's like a defensive Hyman. Mm-hmm. 
So here's an, I don't, okay. Objectively, I don't like the, the uh, dangerous aspects of hockey when it comes to the irresponsibility of players. I don't like that. I don't like that Tom Wilson and players like Reeves are in the league. I don't like their style. I don't think it's, I mean, you want to talk about like, oh, if you don't like that, just take hitting out of the game. That's not a reasonable argument. Hitting is a, is an important part of the game. Um, and there's a, a time and place for it. But I think that falling back on physicality is not a, is not the direction the game is going to go if we want it to grow. You know, if it were, there'd be more fights in basketball and we could base it off that model. But um, I think that uh, there is a level of trepidation, I think, when other players, I mean, for us, fine, he could get suspended and then he'd be out and that would be, that would be awful. But for other players, they know that too. They know that he could do something that would get him suspended. And if I'm, you know, when I was playing more sports, more team sports, and there was someone out on the, out on the, out on the court or, or out on the field or out on the rink that like I knew was kind of nuts. I would stay away from them. There was a guy who used to play on my uh, rep basketball team who was a little bit taller than me, a little bit thinner than me. Um, and so he and I were both like, we could both play like power forward kind of position. Um, but this guy was absolutely nuts. Like he was the Dennis Rodman of our team. He would just like, he was terrifying and he would just get people out of the way. Like he would get people to foul out because he would do things that would just drive people nuts and he was physical and he would push people and he would play like right on that edge. Um, and then people would retaliate or, or get out of the way. And people got out of the way for him and I. Like, we would pass back. We'd both have lots of assists. We'd both have lots of points because we played with each other really well. And, like, I felt protected because I'm not a fighter. And he didn't have to be. He just, people just had to know he was out there. You know? And if he fouled out, you know, which honestly very rarely happened. Um, you know, then, you know, it'd be, a, it'd be a different dynamic in the game. So having that, having that grit has a psychological influence. And I'm not even talking about like moderately close to professional level sports. I'm so far away from any level of competitive kind of sports knowledge and experience, but, um, Yeah when you like are in a position where you know someone across from you will physically hurt you just because you're in their way i think that that does a lot for the psyche of a team and say what you will you know as much as like the team the caps weren't going to win without ovechkin or backstrom they weren't going to win without wilson wilson brought in an element of 
um, grit, I guess, bullying that that made a big difference. And until that's completely out of the game, which I would like it to be, you know, whenever there's that that kind of hit, Hyman, if you're gonna if you're gonna you know, fine, suspend him two games. I think that's totally fair for that that shot. But you should just suspend everybody else when they do that stuff too. There should be a degree of consistency, and I'm not worried about the game suffering because as soon as they get it in their heads that they can't do this stuff, they will stop doing this stuff. Yes, yeah. But it'll become more of an anomaly, and I think one of the reasons why we're talking about it so much now, we're talking about like the violence and hitting, is because there's so few that when it comes up, it's like, wow. You know? Yeah. It's, bec- it's, it's part of the narrative which I like. But yeah, so to your point, Radko Gudis, I think that would be awesome. He is not a liability. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, he gets a lot of hits. He gets a lot of blocks. And a decent amount of shots. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Hainsey Zaitsev? Fine. Leave that be your bottom three pair. Let them be penalty kill specialists. Yeah. Fine with that. Totally fine with that. Yeah. Oh, nice. Yeah. All right. That, that sounds good. All right. It's been it's been an episode. Yeah. Who do we who do we need to thank? What's our what's our script for this? Uh, well, we Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I am uh if you want to follow me on Instagram, I am at Copernicus Rex. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can you can find pictures of my cat. Cleo. No, I do. Oh, there was uh, before we go. Uh, before we go, I think it was, I, I mean, it was almost definitely photoshopped, but there was on, on our LF Army Instagram, uh, there was a, a picture that I found of uh, a an individual in a, I'm going to say kind of French Renaissance, maybe. I don't really know fashion, but definitely French style, kind of like, I don't know, a few hundred years ago outfit of a guy sitting under a tree with like a Leafs uniform, but it's aw- it's awesome. Anyway, just to check it out. People go on our Instagram and check it out. It's really, really funny. I think it's awesome. And I think uh if Tannenbaum gets us a box, that's what we should wear. We should get those we should get those custom made. 
All right. Thanks for everything. Have a have a great day. Be be good to each other. Yeah, bye. Mm.